I'm your host Cameron Wanless. You can find me on Twitter at Cameron Wanless or on YouTube as C Wanless. Now let's get into the Boost Chelsea podcast. Hey guys, it is C1Lus here and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Chelsea podcast. This one's just going to be a pretty quick one, just about 20 or so minutes and I really just want to talk about the Champions League because 6-0 against Karabag was an amazing result, honestly guys. First of all, the fact that it was 6-0 shows our dominance in the game, we just absolutely controlled it. Zappa Costa with, well, I'm just going to say it's a cross. It was an amazing cross, but it was also an amazing goal because it didn't end up going in. <laughs> um, I do believe, actually, at this moment that we are still the highest ranked team in all of Europe because of our 6-0 win and our goal difference, as well as our points. And that's really setting us on a good really on a high in a good position going into the Atletico game which is actually on the 27th so in just over 10 days 13 days as I'm recording this 13 days and it will be the Chelsea versus Atletico game and I think the whoever wins this game will win the group specifically this game not even the Chelsea Atletico game in London because really, whoever wins this game is going to get a massive confidence boost going into that game. So I really think whoever wins this game will win the next game and also the group. Because, well, first of all, I reckon that we will win this game. Because we've had that massive confidence boost against Karabag. Also, they just drew nil-nil against Roma. So... We've got that going for us. Obviously, the 6-0 demolition of Karabag was an amazing game to watch. Um, the Atletico-Roma game was actually quite a decent game to watch because it was end-to-end and it was quite entertaining, if I'm entirely honest. Now, I just want to go over the goals in the Karabag match. Obviously, five minutes in, Pedro sticks one in from the edge of the box. My accent just... I just went to like a Spanish accent there for some reason. But sticks one in from the edge of the box. Amazing ball out. Just really, you know on FIFA when you've got the finesse shot, you hold R1 or RB and B or circle and you do a finesse shot. It was like that, but from the edge of the box. And it went just, oh. You guys just search on YouTube. Pedro goal versus Carabag. It was an amazing goal. Then Zappa Costa. Oh my god. Guys, just go and watch the highlights because Zappa Costa's goal was insane as well. I mean, he gets it from Courtois. He dribbles. He nutmegs. He crosses. And it's a goal, even though it was only a cross. But it was still a goal. So, and there's that. Then we had to wait 25 minutes for our next goal, which is quite a long time considering we won 6-0 in the end. And that came from... Aspi, amazing, amazing positioning. It wasn't even that good of a header. It was just amazing positioning from him. 
to be able to get on the end of the ball and stick it in the back of the net. Then obviously Bakayoko with his goal in the 71st minute. It's quite jammy, really. It was like, it was like, I don't really know how to describe it. It was just a massive tangle in the box and Bakayoko ends up scoring from it. Then there was Bachwai in the 76th minute and Bachwai slash Medvedev in the 82nd. It did go down as a Medvedev own goal, but I'm sure everyone at Chelsea, everyone at Carabag wanted Batshuayi to get the goal. I certainly more, I certainly know Medvedev would have wanted Batshuayi to get the goal. Now our feet, our our features, our fixtures are Atletico. Then, if I just check now, matches. Then Roma at home on the 18th of October. I think we'll beat Roma, if I'm being entirely honest. They haven't really got too good of a team. Who have they got in defence? Florenzi. Um, is it Manolas? I think that's his name. Um, who have they got in goal? I'm not even sure. They've got Nangolan, who's actually quite a good player. They've also... Up front, they've got Jekko up front. Well, I don't really rate as that good of a player. He's literally Manchester City reject. They've got El Shirawi, who's all right. Uh, I wouldn't, they've got rid of Salah now. I wouldn't really rate them as that good of a team, if I'm being entirely honest. So I think we could easily beat them. Then we've got an away game to Roma, which we also should win. So that would be one, two, three. I'm just going to leave out the Atletico game for now. One, two, three. That that would be nine points. Then we've got away at Carabag, which I believe we will win. That is another nine points. That's actually if we win all our games and draw against Atletico both times, as Roma did, we'll win the group. And I believe we can beat Roma. I believe we can draw against Atletico or even beat them. Or if they win one and we win one, we would still finish top of the group. Because Atletico drew against Roma. I really think that we should have piled, um Caballero against uh, um, Carabag because we should have rested Courtois. I mean, goalkeepers don't really need rest as such, but I think it would have been useful to rest Courtois, if I'm being honest, for the Arsenal game. And also, I think that's why he wasn't playing Moses as well, because he wanted to play Zapacos and rest Moses for the Arsenal game. Uh, I don't think he was playing Dafoe Luis, actually. Yeah, he wasn't. I think he was playing Christensen. Yeah, he was playing uh, Cahill on the left, Christensen in the middle, and Aspie on the right. Then Rudiger did make an appearance, if my memory serves me correctly. Then a drink water we have on the bench. I don't think we had him on the bench for that specific match. I think the squad on the um, Champions League app is actually the squad that we put forward. And Loic Remy's actually in that squad for some reason. Whoa. Loic Remy's actually 30. I was not expecting him to be that old. He doesn't play like a 30-year-old. He certainly doesn't run like a 30-year-old. But really, if we're being honest, we can easily get out of this group quite easily. Especially on goal difference, if it comes down to that. We'll easily get out because of the 6-0 win against Carabag. I do feel sorry for Carabag in a, in a way. 
because if you know the backstory and if you don't check it out on Blue Lions TV, then he, not he, why am I referring to a football team as a he? Not Kadabag have got a really interesting history and a really, I don't want to say emotional because it sounds a bit cringy, but it is an emotional story to get to where they are at the moment. And it honestly, I wasn't expecting them to have this much of a backstory to them. It's just, it, it, it's honestly amazing, guys. Uh, just check out the video from uh, Blue Lines TV on it. And that's all I've really got to say for the Champions League. Now on to the Premier League. Now we've got a massive clash coming up with none other than Arsenal. They've beaten us. Two of the last three times we met, we met in the Community Shield, the Beatles. We met in pre-season, we beat them. And also we met in the FA Cup final, we beat them. But the time before that, no, they beat us in the FA Cup final. And the time before that, we beat them. And I think that was at Stamford Bridge, or it might have been at uh, the Emirates. But obviously we've got Hazard back. Obviously the lineups haven't been announced, but personally... This is just my predicted lineup for it. Thibaut Courtois on goal. Max Alonso's a left wing back. I do think he'll play Antonio Rudiger over Cahill. I would prefer him to play Christensen over Cahill. But, well, actually let me go for my preferred squad first. So my preferred squad will be Thibaut Courtois on goal. Max Alonso left wing back. Um, Really, if I'm being honest... Gary Cahill, left centre-back. Central centre-back, David Luiz. And right centre-back, Azpilicueta. Left wing-back, I think I've already said, is Max Alonso. Right wing-back as... Um, I would probably say Zappa Costa, if I'm being entirely honest. I just think he'd do better, if I'm being entirely honest. Uh, I think we should play... Actually, no. Play Christensen instead of David Luiz. In the central centre-back role. Then play. I'm just thinking. I'm just coming up with the lineup. Hang on. Let me just go on to Footbin now on my phone. And actually put together a lineup for you guys. And I'll go through it as I'm putting it together. So squad builder. New. Obviously. Five. I'm going to go 5-3-2. Okay. Or 3-5-2. However you want to say it. In goal. Obviously Thibaut Courtois. There's really no other option. Caballero's not that good of a keeper. And Eduardo's the backup for the backup. And the backup's not even that good. So what the hell's the backup to the backup going to be? Even worse than the backup. <laughs> right centre-back as Piliqueta. Central centre-back David Luiz. Left, did I say left centre-back last time? I went right centre-back. Now, left centre-back, Cahill. Left wing-back, Marcus Alonso. Right wing-back, Zappa Costa. When are, uh, not FIFA, when are EA going to put in the new transfers? Left central midfielder. I I think it's Kante who plays on the right, so I'm going to say um, Bakayoko for left central midfielder. Central 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 centre midfielder. 
Fabregas. I think he just does give us the amazing creativity that we will need in there. That's why David Luiz was so good in there, because he's got great distribution of the ball. And then right centre mid, Kante, obviously. Right striker, Alvaro. Yeah, Alvaro Morata. I had to think about that then. Just check if we're seeing the right one. So Alvaro Morata. And then left striker, Eden Hazard. Or even if he, even if um, Antonio wants to play him as a cam, play him as a cam. I think that would be a really, really strong team for us to play. I mean, Zappa Costa, he is a really well-rounded player. He's got the physical attributes. He's got good pace. He can shoot. He can put in the crosses. He can dribble, as he's shown um, in the Carabag game. And he can sort of defend. But it doesn't really matter when you've got the bargain of the century, Cesar Aspilicueta, right behind you to cover. Because I think he costs us like six mil for Aspilicueta. That is the bargain of whenever, whenever you want to say, really, for Aspilicueta, who debatedly is the most complete defender in the Premier League, I'd even go as far to say. He's got the pace. He's got the physical. He's got... He he can dribble out, I guess. He used to make quite decent runs up the left-hand side when he played left-back. Obviously, you, you've you got him. He can shoot. He can shoot from the edge of the box if the ball comes out, as he's shown multiple times. When the ball came out from the edge of the box, I think it was against Leicester. Not this season, but last season. And he just... He tried to slice it, and it just curled into the top corner. He did succeed in slicing it. And it was an amazing goal. Absolutely amazing to watch. It must have been amazing to score. I think... Aspi and Alvaro have an amazing connection. All the Spaniards have amazing chemistry at Chelsea, if we're being entirely honest. You have uh, Aspi, you have Fabregas, you have Alvaro, you have Marcus. You, there's really a lot of Spaniards at Chelsea. There's more Spaniards than there is English players in the team. And there's not always English players in the team. I mean, Cahill... Most of the time now, I'd probably say he's going to be out of the team for either Christensen or, um, who is it? Christensen or Rudiger. I was expecting Conte to play Rudiger as a right wing back, if I'm being entirely honest, when he bought him. But he's really just playing him as a centre back. I mean, he hasn't even got that good a pace to be played as a centre back, in my opinion. I mean, Moses actually is quite good on the right as a right wing back because he used to play as a winger. So he knows what wingers want and he can provide that to arguably our worst winger. I I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just mean that he gets tackled really easily and he's not very strong, if we're being entirely honest. Pedro, he can't hold players off the ball like William can. I do prefer William to Pedro, if I'm being 100% honest. But the team I think we will play is the team that I will just sort out now. So I think we'll go with Courtois in goal. I think we will play Moses as right wing back. I think we'll play Cesar as right centre back. 
we will play David Luiz as the central centre-back. And on the left, I do believe that Conte will play Rudiger. I just, that's just my opinion. I think he will. Left centre-mid is Bakayoko. That's who I think Conte will play there. I just think that he provides a different... He he presents you with something different to Matic. Matic was a good midfielder at distribution. So he didn't really need to track back as such. Because he didn't make runs. He just distributed the ball. He did it extremely well. But that was really his only job. He didn't really need to make those runs. So he didn't need to track back. Because he never went up there to be able to track back. Now right centre mid. I think uh, Conte will definitely go with Kante. Striker, obviously Alvaro. Unless he just magically gets Costa to come back, which is probably... That'll probably give you the best odds of the century. Probably even better than Leicester to win the league. Right wing, Pedro. I'm not entirely sure, though, if I'm being entirely honest. He might start Willian, because Willian has shown how good of a player he actually is over the past few games. He showed that he can provide the everything that Conte is looking for. And I mean everything. Literally, he is a perfect right winger. I don't know why we're not playing him. I would definitely 100% prefer Willian over Pedro. That's nothing bad to Pedro. I'd prefer Pedro's... Actually, I'm not sure as a right wing back. I think he would make a decent right wing back with this person being entirely honest. Not Willian. I'm on about Pedro now. But I think we will pay Pedro at right wing. Which is for good or for bad. Whichever way you want to look at it. Um, Left wing, obviously. The main man. The best player on the team. Eden Hazard. Or as he said at the Chelsea Rewards evening. He was asked how to pronounce his name. He went Eden Hazard. So... Adet Azar is how I'm going to pronounce it. I do think that that's the team that we will play. But I don't think that that's the team that we should play. I think we play Pedro right wing back. And William on the right wing. Because I think that's how we're going to get the best out of the game. Pedro's got decent crossing. We know that. He will obviously be looking to make attacking runs. So you could even play as a third central midfielder. Or even... As a right midfielder, if Kante's playing just as a, as the only central midfielder, and Bakayoko drifts out to the left. And then uh, the back five could drop into a back four, because Aspi's actually got experience as a fullback, because he used to play as a left back, so it's not really going to be too hard for him to adjust and play as a right back while Pedro's bombing up the right hand side. And Alvaro. I think he's more of a pacey striker than he is a physical striker. I don't know why, but he just does seem... You should... Right. If you look at him just sprinting past Alderweireld, Costa couldn't bring that. He'd have held the ball up and waited for a run. But Alvaro, with his... If we're being entirely honest, quite decent pace... 
doesn't have to do that. He can sprint past, if we're being entirely honest. He can make those runs in behind that we were missing with Costa for someone like Fabregas to stick one in there for him. And I think that's why Conte's been playing Fabregas because he knows Alvaro can just get on the end of it with his pace. Because if we're being honest, he hasn't even got bad pace. He's actually quite fast. Alderweireld is quite fast. And Morata sprinted past him with ease, if we're being honest. So that just shows that Morata is also quite fast. So then we've got Willian. Willian is insanely fast on the right. And Hazard. Hazard's insanely fast on the left. And we'll have... I think it's just going to be massive overload of pace, which will massively throw off Arsenal because that's really what they're focused on. I think everyone's pretty much pacey apart from their central midfield. I think, well, yeah, that's true. You've got Bellerin, who's extremely pacey. Then you've got their centre-backs, who are extremely pacey, Koscielny and the like, apart from Mertesacker, obviously. And then you've got their wingers. Sanchez doesn't really play on the left anymore. He used to. You've got Sanchez up front with Lacazette, if you want to play it like that. And you could have like Ramsey, Xhaka and Azil in the centre-midfielders. So... You're going to have an overload of pace. And that's just going to have them counter-attacking, trying to get in behind. How do you counter a team that counter-attacks? By staying back, making them put pressure on you. And then once they put pressure on you, counter-attacking. And you need pacey players to be able to make the runs in behind for counter-attacks. And Murata, Pedro, William, Hazard... Even Max Alonso at some point. Bring that to the team. Even David Luiz. For better or for worse there. He actually brings that to the team as well. He just bombs up through the centre of the pitch. As he did the other day when he tried to score. I haven't really got much else to say on this podcast. Really. I guess that's everything. Uh, Thanks for listening guys. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Share on Twitter and the like. And I've been C1-less. I'm signing out.